It was my day off, something that was rare with a job where people constantly called in and overtime was readily available. I was one of the few people in my group of friends, okay, let's be honest I was the only one with a car, and being the person with a car meant that you were invited to hang out as long as you were the ride to wherever the group was going. Since I worked at the mall, that was the last place I wanted to be on my day off, but my friends had other ideas. As we walked into the mall, I saw the entrance to Olga's to my right and walking out of the doorway was one of the managers. Karen was a short blonde with three kids and lived in an apartment across the street from work. Now in her late 20s Karen had worked for Olga's since she was 16 years old. This is what we called a lifer. To work in the same restaurant for more than a few years and be promoted was something rare and meant you weren't going anywhere anytime soon. A feeling of dread came over me and the smile on her face told me she wanted something and it was going to be a good chunk of my life for the next day or two. Matt, I know it's your day off. Karen went through the usual plugs of free lunch and leaving when the rush was over. I knew better and expected to be there until close if I picked up the shift. I kept shaking my head hoping she would take the hint. What if I threw in an extra $20? She said hoping I would eagerly agree to the shift. I shook my head. She leaned in and whispered in my ear, I'll suck your dick. This is where I should step back and explain a few things. I was raised Catholic, only had one girlfriend until that point, and never had a blowjob because my ex used that to pay for weed, no joke. I still had a naive idea that sex was something special and wasn't to be flaunted around casually. Needless to say, working in a restaurant wasn't the place for me. At first, I thought the comment was a joke and looked at her surprised, I'm good, she added trying to convince me to come into work. I agreed to work thinking she was desperate and since I didn't want to be at the mall anyway, pissed off with my inconsiderate friends I took them back home and went into work. As I went upstairs to the locker room, I put an apron on and started to head down the stairs. Matt. I heard called out from the manager's office. I had a feeling I was going to be asked to pick up more shifts and went to the office. Close the door, let's make this quick. What are you talking about? I asked. You came in, let's make it quick and don't get it in my hair. I thought you were joking, I said wanting to get the hell out of the office. No, that's okay. I'm going to get back to work. When I reached the kitchen, I picked a few tickets from the rail and started to work on the grill. Damn, that was quick, Junior, a large black man who could have been a natural bodybuilder if he had an ounce of self-discipline, said. Karen only knows one way to get a guy to come into work. She offered me a blowjob, I explained without telling him what really happened. Junior drifted off into memories from long ago. A smile grew on his face and he looked at me thinking I had experienced one of those fond memories. I remember when she used to suck my dick. She's good. He went into a full body shiver. I didn't do it, I said flipping a burger patty on the grill. He had a look of disappointment on his face. She already has three kids. A bitch don't get pregnant by sucking dick. Junior almost looked pissed for a moment and went back to making a gyro sandwich. I'm not interested, I said trying to move on. You gay, motherfucker? No man turns down a blowjob, especially when you earned it. I said nothing and went about the rest of the shift without talking about it. A few days later I was scheduled with Nate Dog and it came back up again. You gay bitch, Nate Dog said with that stupid grin on his face. Oh, you heard. I continued working the line placing plates under the heater. Hey, I gotta tell you. Smartest thing that ever happened here. Karen has three kids and they are all from previous cooks. It all starts with the blowjob, before you know it, you're fucking and she's pregnant. I think it's her retirement plan. Nail enough cooks, collect that sweet child support check and move on to the next guy she wants to bang. You dodged a bullet man. This was the closest that Nate Dog had ever come to giving me a compliment. My burgers were burnt, fajitas looked like shit, 
and I couldn't cut the gyro meat worth a damn, but at least I didn't fall into the baby daddy trap as so many of his friends had done. Hey, has she ever offered it to you? I asked. Fuck no, she hates my ass. A few years later I would learn that Karen had met a guy who worked construction. I don't know if she used her tricks on him like the rest of the kitchen crew but a few months later they were getting married. Her three kids and his three kids were moving into the same house together and she was pregnant with their number seven. One big happy family from hell. Best of luck to them. It doesn't take much to make a gyro sandwich. The most common question we had was how the dough was made. I will let you in on a little secret, it's plain sourdough bread, flattened and cooked on a grill with vegetable oil. That's it. For God's sake it's delivered by Cisco and is nothing special. Something I did learn later was that most of the staff had no idea how to sharpen a knife. Not only could they not sharpen but their method of cutting the meat off the rack was whacking it with a fillet knife. In the mornings I played around with the knives and cutting the meat thinking that the texture of the sandwich was just as important as the flavor of the meat. Lamb and beef is bland overall and the fat drips off while cooking anyway. I sharpened the blade sliding the edge gently across the rod and after several strokes that left a smooth edge, I cleaned the blade and started to work. The thin slices fell off like a feather falling off a bird. The pans appeared full holding less weight. When a sandwich is made the meat is weighed first before it goes on the sandwich. Large piles grew on the scale and the cooks thought they had adjusted the scale wrong before the shift. Sandwiches appeared huge from the fluffy contents. For the first time in years a man came to the counter hollering excuse me. I turned around, knife in hand, not wanting to hear any shit about my work. That sir, was the best damn sandwich I ever had here. You're doing a great job. I looked at him not sure what to make of the compliment. Growing up, if I heard a compliment it came at a cost. I nodded my head and he went about his day. The manager turned around and looked at the pile of meat in the pan. We never get compliments like that, she said. Nate Dog heard the man's comment and called me into the kitchen. Motherfucker, get your ass in here. The orders are piling up. He's staying at the jar of meat. You can handle it. The manager corrected him and I went about my day sliding meat and having more orders flying out the kitchen. Hey Nate Dog, how do you like that? People like my meat. I said as he gloated in the kitchen. Fuck you, he replied as he went back to work. After all the years he spent in the kitchen he couldn't remember the last time he had a compliment from anyone about a meal. To be continued.